get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. So the Cardinals are busy. So is the NFL right now. It's going to be a wild offseason when it comes to quarterback movement. And there's nobody better to talk about quarterback movement than my guy, Mike Sandoz, senior NFL writer for The Athletic, joining us via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Mike, we always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Doing very well. So I want to start with whatever happened at this Houston Texans uh, press conference. I don't know how much you've been able to see from the reports that are coming out on this. Apparently, Nick Casario said that they have zero interest in trading Deshaun Watson. David Culley, the new head coach, said Deshaun Watson is a Houston Texan. I want him to be a Houston Texan. The reason I'm in this position today is because I know he's going to be a Houston Texan. Sando, is Deshaun Watson going to be a Houston Texan? <laughs> well, they're going to say they have zero interest. They didn't say under no circumstances we'll betray them because they don't know if that's true, right? They don't really know yet um, how – there's no way to measure exactly how serious someone is about a threat or a comment when there's – they could just say it, right? I mean, the, the real test is going to be will he show up for camp or games or any of those things? Is he willing to miss checks? And in the meantime, you – profess the truth that you want him to be part of your team. You like him. If somebody blows you over with an offer, um, maybe you take it. I think they have to process now how serious he is, make the determination and then decide how they want to proceed because there's negatives and positives to whatever way they go. But I, they certainly could still trade him. And, and Watson looks like he's more serious than most. He's not mad about money. Most of these things are about money. When they're about money, you show up because you don't want to miss money. Right. But mm -hmm. this isn't about money. And so when it's not about money, you have a chance to get out. That's what Carson Palmer did with Cincinnati 10 years ago. Mike, uh, right now, Houston is just I mean, a lot of people in the NFL are looking at them and they're laughing at what is taking place right now. How does Houston avoid turning themselves in, into a bigger joke in the NFL um, with all of these uncertainties moving forward? Well, I mean, just behaving like a regular <laughs> franchise, you know. I mean, I, I think it doesn't help them that, you know, there's certainly the media reports that have come out, a couple of those Sports Illustrated pieces, you know, painting the the chaos. I think they have enemies. That's a, that's a big problem for them because when the enemies include your quarterback, your quarterback's agent, um, obviously other people who've been marginalized or fired from the building, they are mad at the organization. And so what happens is those are the people that drive the stories, right? They're the ones talking to reporters and getting this side of it out. And on the other, the other hand, there aren't people necessarily talking to the people in the Texans and getting their side out. And so it's a, 
it's really a situation where the narrative can become even worse than the reality is. But guess what? That narrative is your reality in the place of something else. And we have a long off season. It's not like there's going to be a combine, really. It's not like there might not even be the normal off-season programs. So how do they influence the narrative in a positive way? Well, I guess you start by saying we like Deshaun Watson, but they can't come out every day and get into a shouting match or, you know, a worse type of a match uh, with, with the people that are their enemies. So I think they're in a tough spot. We're talking to Mike Sando, senior NFL writer for The Athletic, joining us here on 101 ESPN. Mike, you mentioned that it is a long off season, and that is absolutely true, but the draft is only a, a few months away now, and I, I'm curious from your perspective, do you think that is a bit of a deadline for them? Because if they're going to get the best haul possible, I mean, you look out there and look at the teams that have the draft capital right now, it would seem like that would be the time to do it. Do you think that the 2021 NFL draft is a deadline of sorts for the Texans to trade? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I don't think it's a deadline, meaning that nothing can happen after that. I just think it's an important part on the calendar that's, you know, could be somewhat pivotal, right? What will happen eventually uh, to the Texans is uh, there will be fewer teams that need quarterbacks as we go through free agency, the draft. You know what I mean? If we, if we get into the season and – the Oakland Raiders or the Las Vegas Raiders are three and one, and uh, Derek Carr has six touchdown passes with no interceptions. They're probably not going to trade for a quarterback, right? You know what I mean? It just becomes impractical during a season. Now that said, it just takes one team to want to give up a ton, and, and maybe he'll still have the same value. But I'm kind of with you, where I think if you're going to do this and really maximize it um, this off season, even in free agency, you know, before the draft could be helpful because otherwise teams will solve their quarterback issues. So Mike, we've been speculating about teams that make a lot of sense for Deshaun Watson, who in your opinion makes the most sense in terms of the ability to make the right trade, but also a place that Deshaun's going to want to go play for. Well, we don't know where he wants to go other than we've heard jets, right? So they obviously fit the bill because uh, they have all the draft capital in the world. They have even another young quarterback. They could give back to you and Sam Darnold. Uh, they have, they, need a star, right? They, they're the only team in the league that has not had an offensive player in the Pro Bowl in the last five years. Wow. So Watson would instantly give him a star. Now, the other thing he would do is instantly give you expectations, and they may not be in a position to support Sean Watson any more than the Texans have been, right? I mean, he had a great year, and they were 4-12. and So that is a consideration. I have liked Atlanta a little bit. Just He's from Georgia. I think they're nearing the end with Matt Ryan. They do have some salary cap concerns and challenges, but usually those can be overcome so you know that could be a a a logical spot you figure cincinnati said i'm just going through the draft order philly is going to rally around Wentz. it looks like you know um you start getting into the you know detroit could make sense because what if they could give you stafford right i think if you're houston you you need to get a quarterback solution out of this whether it's a, a really high pick or a quarterback who's played well before and stafford could be that guy what about San Francisco? Because that's that's the team that I love for Deshaun Watson. You can take yeah. on Jimmy Jimmy G. The Nick Casario connection is there. What do you think about that one? Well, I mean, it would be awesome for how good they've been on defense to add a superstar quarterback. But if you look at Kyle Shanahan's M.O., I mean, when he's fantasized about quarterbacks, it was Kirk Cousins. It wasn't the superstar guys, right? He likes somebody who's going to run his system, run that system to a T. He had the MVP of the league and Matt Ryan, uh, and and went to a Super Bowl. So 
does he want somebody who is at their best um, functioning almost outside of a system, outside of structure? Watson's so good when he scrambles and looks around and he throws accurate, amazing passes downfield. When he does that, is he going to fit well in an offense where he wants it to kind of look like what's happened with Green Bay, where Rodgers isn't really running around anymore, right? He's just running the offense, and it's awesome, but it takes real restraint to do that. Um, And so I think that's a legitimate question. If you read, there's a story we wrote in The Athletic today, Matt Barrows, who covers the 49ers. I obviously cover the NFL. We teamed up on that and, and looked at who would be a better alternative for to Garoppolo. And Stafford was one of those guys, and, and so was Watson. I think it's a longer shot with Watson. Do you think Stafford makes sense for them? Like if, if the 49ers could pick their quarterback for next year out of a hat, do you think he would be the guy? That's a great question because uh, Shanahan's preference or past experience with with Matt Ryan and even Kirk Cousins could make him want to go in that direction. Uh, so I wouldn't say – say they're a little different from other guys, but I think Stafford would be an excellent fit. Uh, for them, for his ability to make throws that Garoppolo doesn't. I think you could also protect him with that run game and better scheme than he's had and then have a defense that doesn't make you always having to score 30 points to have a chance to win. It could take the pressure off of Stafford, keep him healthier, keep him saner, you know, really as he tries to win games. Mike, uh, this is going to be a really intriguing offseason. We've talked about it before. Adam Schefter said that we could see 18 different quarterbacks on do, on new teams uh, with this upcoming season. Are you expecting to see that much movement among all of these teams with new faces uh, under center? Yeah, No, I mean, I think when Adam's saying that, he probably means there's 18 where that where you could really see it changing. I don't think he means probably that all 18 are going to change, but I think, I think when dominoes start falling, then crazy things happen, right? Um, all of a sudden, wait, wait, we, we can get Stafford? Oh, we can get... We can get Watson, you know, those then change it. And you have teams, like I mentioned, the Raiders before. They're sitting there with their car, who they like, don't love. They've got Marcus Mariota, who they'd probably like to see. Um, they got a, they got some cap issues. Are they going to make a move at the quarterback position anyway? What if they could get somebody that John Gruden likes better than those guys? Maybe they let him go. Maybe they trade him. Maybe there's a three-way trade, and Derek Carr goes to – he probably wouldn't go to Houston because his brother had such a bad time. But you know what I mean. You could see, okay, all right, Carr's going to – the Lions, Stafford's going to the Texans. I, I do think it's going to be wild and more movement than we've seen. Do you think that this is the new, the new norm or a one-off? Um, I think there's some elements of it that are a new normal. So, like, we, we've seen in recent years, Kirk Cousins, uh, we've seen Dak Prescott just ride out the franchise tag. I think that is a new, not a new norm, but like a new thing that's going to be happening because the money's so good and it buys you the freedom to decide what you really want to do and change. I don't think it's a norm for um, the Watson situation where you just signed a huge deal in September and now you want out. I think you have to have really hard feelings for that. Um, But we will see an uptick of teams willing to move players as we have younger GMs. I think that's a component of this. Last question that I've got for Mike Sando, senior NFL writer for The Athletic. Mike, if Stafford ends up going to San Francisco, and let's assume that Deshaun Watson is not an option because I don't think that the Texans are going to trade him within the division, would be my guess. What do the Colts do at the quarterback position this offseason? You said if Stafford's off the yeah, not available if Stafford is go- going yeah. to San Francisco yeah. and Watson's off the table. Well, they could find themselves in, you know, going back and looking at what their college evaluation was of a Sam Darnold or somebody like that who's young and they feel like they can build around. Maybe then they have to have a veteran placeholder in there that 
you know, is, is it Jacoby Brissett? Is it somebody else that they feel like their team's good enough to, you know, at least be competitive and then turn it over and develop? It sure sounded like their owner was set on a on a veteran. So, you know, I think that's the market they will look at first because when the owner says that, that means we're serious about it, right? Do you gotta get a, a veteran? Do you have a favorite fit for them? Um, yeah, let me just look through it. I mean, I think. I think I would probably lean towards Stafford with it. I don't necessarily like like a car there. I'm just looking through these guys. Um, that's probably who I think it should be. I mean, how many other of the just real veteran guys are going to be available? Just looking through it. I mean, Jameis maybe, but I don't know that he fits yeah. what they want to do there. Yeah, I don't think he, I think that's rolling the dice with the turnovers and and just fitting into the program, you know. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo actually might be an interesting one there, if the Forty yeah, ers were to be the team that ends up getting Matt Stafford. Yeah, I mean, he would give him an option of somebody who's won when he's with a good team, but he's been hurt. They went through the whole Andrew Luck thing, you know, with the injury. Yeah. Um, are they? You know, they're probably not able to get. You know, I don't think Dak Prescott's necessarily going to hit the market. I think he'd probably be tagged. So. Yeah, you start getting away from you start realizing that maybe it wasn't a bad deal to have Philip Rivers playing. Even the owner mentioned Andrew Luck. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. I thought yeah. that was interesting. Do you think there's any chance he comes back? There, there must be a tiny bit because I thought that was weird. I mean, it's like the sort of thing you say if you think he's thinking about it, you know, and you just want to give him a nudge. But uh, he. I think he's kept his distance. You know, he stayed in touch with the guys, but I don't think you've ever gotten the feeling before like. That was a possibility. So, can they guilt him into it? Say, hey, we built this whole thing for you. You know, the the roster now is like ready made for Andrew Luck. If he came in tomorrow and was the same Andrew Luck, and that's obviously uh, an open question because he's been away now for a while. If he did come back in tomorrow, though, and was was him, God, they they would be one of the top contenders in the AFC to potentially compete with the Chiefs next year. It'd, it'd be an amazing uh, yeah. fit for him. It really would. I, I give him credit if he's able to not do it. I would think after a couple of years out that you're healthy again, you know, and you're looking at that team, they need a guy. I think it'd be hard not to. It'd be but awesome to he's see. He's a different guy. He is a different guy. <laughs> he's Mike Sando, senior NFL writer for The Athletic. Like he said, he had a great piece earlier today that was up kind of going through some of the quarterback options, specifically for the 49ers, but it applies to a lot of different teams across the league. You can follow him on Twitter as well, at Sando NFL. Mike, we always appreciate the time. All the best to you and the family. We'll talk with you again soon as some of these dominoes start to fall. Great. Thank you so much.